H-Man Howard Balzer sat down with the boys, and we talked NFL Hall of Fame and his hatred of the St. Louis slash Los Angeles Rams. We didn't get a chance to ask him about the Duke City Gladiators, but he knows he doesn't hate them as they are the example for the class in the IFL, and their season kicks off in March. Make sure you check out the Duke City Gladiators at the Rio Rancho Event Center. If you need someone to watch your pet while you are visiting a sporting event, Premier Pets Grooming is the place for you. Premier Pets Grooming offers training, boarding, and grooming for your furry friend. Check them out whenever you are in need of services similar, and thank you to them for allowing us to be live from Radio Row. The Opening Drive with Jeff Symbietta and J.J. Bach. Weekday mornings from 7 till 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to Radio Row. And, a, uh, I mean, a fun friend of the show is what it is. So, Howard, Howard Balzer is joining us, who's a Hall of Fame uh, voter, contributor, talk show host, Hall of Fame everything, Howard. <laughs> and and you've called the program many times, and obviously we've talked a lot, but this is the first time meeting Van and Robert, and yes. how disappointed yes. are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm never disappointed to meet anybody. Yes. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that, that's what's great about Radio Row. Radio Row is like, Reunion, yes, every yeah. year yeah. to a degree. But plus, as you know, as you be, as you become an old geezer like me, okay, then you just see everybody so young and all the new people, and you're going, "Oh, who's that? Who's that? Who's that?" But hey, yeah, it's kind of fun. Does it feel a little different to you? We were talking about this off the air. There is a strong presence of internet only radio. There is a strong presence. Is it real? I haven't noticed that. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're here we're laughing a lot. Van and I are going to go to the hall. Of Fame, uh, NFL press, honors, yeah, the NFL, yeah, NFL honors. Uh, but talk to us a little bit about the Hall of Fame. Talk about us about some of the guys, some of the possibilities, some of the who's, some of the who's nots. What's well, going on? You know what's amazing about it? Three weeks ago, yeah, on January 18th is when the selection committee got together on Zoom and voted, yeah, and went through the whole process, seven and a half, eight hours, and the whole bit. And here we are, just a couple days away from the class being unveiled, and. We know pretty much what the result was. Of course. The mm-hmm. people who weren't voted in have been told. Okay. The people who have been voted in have been contacted, just like last year where they went around to their cities and yeah. surprised them and the whole bit. And yet, it hasn't become public. Right. Wow. All the reporters and all the people who, oh, social media, it's out here, it's out here, it's out there. It's out. Nobody knows. The Hall of Fame has to be joyful about this because that's what they worry about is that it's going to be anticlimactic when the guys come on stage at NFL honors and they're like, oh, we knew that. We knew. You know, we, no, no, <laughs> nobody know. And, and it kind of was like that last year. Last year was done pretty much the same way. And I think there was one of the guys who was contacted and told he didn't make it was a guy who kind of let it out on social media. Oh, but yeah. he was the only one, because I think what happened after that is probably Hall of Fame got on the phone with everybody else and said, don't you be putting it out there like he did. I think it was Leroy, Leroy Butler, I, I believe. Mean, no names, no names. <laughs> yeah, no names. No, that was last year. That was last year. <laughs> and so I'm sure they told everybody else, don't put it out there. We don't put it out there. So it's been pretty amazing how it's been kept under wraps. So we were talking earlier, and you said you've been to – 
41? This is 41. 40, wow. 41 straight Super Bowls. When you're walking around here, do like media personnel just like have to kiss the ring? <laughs> when you no, the no, no, not, not real. No. It's, it's cool, though, seeing all the, the hanging banners yeah. of all yeah. the games. And I look at it, oh, yeah, I remember all oh, the Houston one. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the one, I re- one of the ones I remember the most, aside from the Rams, of course. Yes. The two years they were there were, of course, the first one I went to. It was the 1980 season. Oh, wait. 1980 season, Super Bowl 15, the Raiders and the Eagles. I was wow. negative two. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm an old guy. So, okay, when I think of Hall of Fame, you know, Canton, Ohio, How is there any type of friendly robbery with Cooperstown when it comes to the NFL and MLB when it, and it has to do with the Hall of Fame? Maybe there is. I've never heard of one. Right. I'm sure that there's a certain amount of, well – but obviously, it's different sports, right. certainly. And the one thing I'll say that, it, that, that struck me, it was a couple years ago, I was watching the Baseball Hall of Fame ceremony. And they were introducing the guys that were there that were, had, been, had been enshrined in previous years. And they introduce them, give them a little bit about their career, and they walk on stage, and they're in a nice suit. Yeah. Right? Well, when they do that for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they're all in those gold jackets. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. and, and, and I always yep. say to my, yes. man, that to me is what makes football singular. And, ba- you know, and baseball is a great Hall of Fame, and Cooperstown's great. I've never been there, quite honestly. But there's just something about that gold jacket. Yes. And that they yep. all wear them with this honor yes. and all that. And you wonder why, and you have the green jacket in golf for, for yes. one golf tournament. But you wonder why maybe, maybe baseball can't do anything because then it would just look like, oh, they're copying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They came up with some jacket for all the guys. Especially but. for the oldest sport. Like, you should have figured yeah. it out yeah. first. Yeah, a long time ago. Why don't yeah. you do it first? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. Something unique like candy stripes or something where you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, we're in it. Yeah, straw-brimmed hats on yeah, everyone. The, the, the red <laughs> stitching. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Joining us on the program is a friend of the show, friend of real life, Howard Balzer. Uh, you and I were both in St. Louis covering uh, St. Louis sports for years when the Rams were there, and that's how we first connected. And now we're both here at the Super Bowl as uh, that St. Louis Rams team has moved to Los Angeles, and now they're in the Super Bowl. Do you have mixed emotions on it like I do? Not mixed at all. No. Full of hate. Full. Me too. Full. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's nothing mixed. No. And nothing against Aaron Donald. The players. No. He was there in St. Louis. Yeah. Johnny Hecker was in St. Louis. Nothing against the players. No. But we, we know the – How much cor- I hate Stan Kroenke. Yeah, yeah, the corrupt yeah. way that they wow. – and, and it wasn't so much they moved, but it was just the corrupt and lies and ways yes. that they went about it. And that's out there. It's obvious. There's a reason that they paid $790 million Correct. to settle a lawsuit. And so, yeah, I mean, and, and the other part of it, too, is that when you hear Kevin Demoff come out and talk about we, we've been all in on this team, well, yeah, but you weren't all in when they were in St. No. Louis wow. and he owned the team. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they, they weren't trading draft picks for the best players that they could find to try to win a Super Bowl because cause they know. I mean, they realize, and Demoff said it earlier, earlier this week, or maybe last week it was, when – 49ers fans inundated the stadium. Oh, yeah. Right. And let's remember. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Sure. They're, the all those guys. They're, they're telling the league about how, oh, you know, St. Louis can't support a third team. Are you kidding me? I'll tell you. Yeah, there were times at the end when Steelers fans were there at games and Packers fans. Right. But when the Rams were in the playoffs, <laughs> there were St. Louis Rams fans there. There weren't wow. fans from other cities like there were for the 49ers. But they sold it to the league that, well, we're the Rams. L.A., that's a legacy franchise. They have the base of fans there. We're coming home, coming home, right? And then Demoff comes out, and he talks about the crowd at the NFC Championship game saying it shows how much, 
how much work we still have to do to generate a fan base. You don't mm-hmm. say. In, in the six years we've been here. <laughs> six years. <laughs> and he's talking about generating a fan base. And I'm going, oh, I thought that was there already. Already, mm-hmm. yeah. And there were, some, there were fans there. But I think, hey, for two decades they didn't have a team. And so they did lose a generation. But still, those Rams fans, there weren't that many of them that were left over. And there's still a bunch of them. Don't get me wrong. But, man, it, it's t- I mean, the, city, the city obviously hasn't totally embraced this football team. Maybe now a little so, bit they will. But So, so Robert, you grew up here. Right. And, and you think the Rams, they rank behind college teams. Yes. Yeah. Sure. USC, UCLA, mm-hmm. when the basketball team is good. Right. Definitely behind the Dodgers. We didn't only have to talk about the Lakers. It, it's – they're ahead of the Chargers. That's it. That's how I see it right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and it's, it's sad. And, I, and what I think what's going to happen is if they win the Super Bowl, they win the championship, then you're going to have people coming out of the woodworks, buying apparel, right. rah-rahing, this is my team. But it's not, it's not authentic. The and, and then they've got, they've got to find a way to maintain it. Exactly. There we and go. And that's, you know, that's when they realize what a challenge that's going to be. You can't keep trading number one picks into the next millennium, right? Right. I mean, it's just it's just kind of crazy. Well, but and do you feel because obviously the West Coast, the time zone, L.A. I feel like there's a energy around this country to where if you're not from Southern California, you don't love L.A. Like it's not easy to love L.A. Is the NFL have that uphill battle where the Rams are never going to be America's favorite team? That's that's probably that's probably accurate. Yeah, yeah it's probably accurate. And I know that there were there were some owners who really questioned about putting two teams in yeah. LA. They thought it would be hard enough Shotgun. for one team. Right. And and I know Clark Clark Hunt was on the committee. <laughs> yeah. That recommended Carson and that that. But of course, he, even that he he voted, he you know he voted against uh, the the Rams deal. But he they, he didn't want two teams in. You know, in L.A., he thought it was going to be hard enough to support one. And so now here's the Chargers, kind of a stepchild, and who knows how where that's going to go over time. But you really wonder if they get really good. They're good now. If they get really good and they would get to a Super Bowl, you wonder what can, – can they build fans they, en- I think enough? I don't they know. Ha- they have potential to have the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, they totally do. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he will, he's definitely in that. You know, in that stratosphere right Howard, now. we got to grab – we have to grab a break because we're up against the hour. But uh, one final question before I let you go. If Major League Baseball writers were voting for the NFL Hall of Fame, would they put that cheater Tom Brady in or would he get that <laughs> dirty? Well, they put David Ortiz in. So, yes. And, and it didn't matter that he failed the test. Howard, you know, they, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Howard Balzer, friend of the show, friend in real life, thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you for taking the time on Radio Row. Uh, where we get back, more Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal.